Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, people around this planet, people around Mars, Venus, and every other planet in the universe. If there are humans out there and you are listening, thank you for coming to the show. This is the most awesome show in the universe. This is the First Amendment talk show, First Amendment podcast made for made by the people, for the people. Uh, for any of you who have um, minds of your own and love to think, you'll love to use the hamster inside our little, our little heads that we, uh, we humans have. Um, you are all welcome. Um, I am your host. My host is a. Uh, my name is Ace, uh, and I have. We have our co-host. That's what I meant to say. We have our co-host here today. Co-host uh, Doctor B. Doctor B, say hello to the people. Good evening, everyone. Pleasure to be here as always. Awesome, awesome, man. We have a a great episode for you today. Um, very fun episode. Episode that talks about, um, talks about all the folks out there that, that work. Um, obviously there's some folks out there who, who will spend their whole life, right. in a in a company, in an industry, in a position even, uh, and they specialize in this position and in what they're doing, they become the best. You have the Michael Jordans in basketball, you have the, uh, Mike Tyson's in boxing, right. And you have all these people that specialize and are great at what they do. And the other hand, in the other corner, we have the jacks of all trades, the people who love learning about different things, the people who are like sharks and cannot stop. And if they stop, they will drown, they will die. So the jacks of all trades or the jack of all trades are individuals who um, learn, try to learn a lot or a little of everything or a lot of things so they are the handymen of the working class right because if you ever have questions they always have something to say but if you want a very thorough question of a a more exact question a more detailed or factuous question i guess you can say you talk to the specialist so the question the question we have today um the topic that we have today and the big question we have today uh regarding that topic is what is better? What do you folks out there think is better? Do you think it's better to specialize and concentrate on something that you believe you were made for? Or do you think learning new traits or learning new new uh, skills right, um, is better for people to have uh, just in case the world collapses and what you've learned your whole life is not available to make uh, – to make a career, to make, you know, to have a job as. So that is the question for today. Um, the big question for today. Uh, thank you all for, thank you all who have been commenting and, and asking us questions and telling us your stories um, through uh, our different platforms. Um, I've gotten a lot of questions and, and comments and a lot of people participating through Facebook and through Anchor. We also have a Spotify page and a uh, Stitcher page for now. Um, just look at First Amendment Talk Show on Facebook. You can send us a messenger question through my Facebook Messenger, or you can um, you can leave us a little voice message on Anchor. I do I do put uh, questions in the Q and A section of Anchor. So if you guys ever want to answer those questions and participate there, please feel free to do so. Um, you guys are always welcome. Your minds are always welcome in the first amendment talk show. So, um, without further ado, Oh, one more thing. Actually, we, we just created an email, um, email page as well. If you, if any of you guys out there want to email us and feel more comfortable email, emailing us, email us through uh, Google and the address is no limit minds with a Z, no limit minds with a Z at google.com. So without further ado, the question, Dr. B, what do you believe is, is better. Let's say we had one choice, right? To either, you know, pick here, pick there and learn different things, um, or to be a specialist. What do you think would be a better, a better, uh, scenario, I guess, at least for you. Uh, better for me, that is something I am still learning, but I will be honest. I have geared much more towards being a Swiss army knife. Uh, I've 
you know my work history. I have been someone who hasn't committed too long to anything in particular. So I've spent, you know, I've been in various jobs, uh, various settings, different types of work for, you know, around a year or more. And, you know, I would just kind of go around and see what do I like? Uh, am I very good at this? And, you know, I've kind of found that generally speaking, wherever I go, I'm fairly good at it. Um, but I have not found a very specific thing that I, for myself, am, you know, super excited about or, you know, very passionate about. And then, you know, really want to devote my time. And I, I'm sure for a lot of the folks out there, they're kind of, well, maybe not a lot. I really don't know. But for some of the folks out there, maybe they have run, ran into something similar where they'll go into one industry and be like, okay, you know what? I like these things, but not everything about it. Let me go into another one. Um, so with that in mind, I would like to find something where maybe I could specialize in, but I just haven't quite found that yet, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. But as for which one is better, I really do think just our society, um, it kind of, you know, puts a lot of pressure on us to really pick one thing. And I'm sure some of our audience out there understands that because you know when you go to different employers you know they're always looking through your work history and be like okay you know <laughs> um are you going around to different jobs we want five plus years of experience in this we want you to have a degree in that so i think for a lot of people they definitely have the pressure to really you know specialize in one area so i i guess in 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 some sense, it would be beneficial to specialize one area since that's kind of what employers are demanding. But is there a way around that? Do we have to abide by their demands? It, how, do, how do you feel about, you know, that pressure employers, employers uh, you know, put on potential employees or current employees and, you know, uh, have you found yourself needing to kind of follow what they're asking or are there different ways to work around that? Um, well, with me personally, I, uh, I think a little bit different than most uh, people that go into work um, in different way, in different uh, ways, I guess you could say. But in that sense, um, I noticed that, usually you'll have two types of people that, you know, if let's say, let's, let's say in an entry level, um, let's say in an, ent an entry level position for argument's sake or um, for time's sake, right. Uh, in an entry level, there's usually two times, two types of people that go in to work that I've noticed. Um, obviously there's more types, but the biggest two types are the people that go in there, the money, the, 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 uh, the go-getters, right. The money makers, the ones that always want to make great, the, always, the ones that always want to get those incentives and the ones that always want to, you know, find their niche, uh, how, you know, they say they find, they want to find their niche cause they want to find their, uh, basically their, their way of working the, the best way they can actually be efficient and quick. Um, you have those types and then you have the types that hate working um, and mother, you know, mother sent me to go to work because I was doing nothing at home. So now I'm here at work and it doesn't mean I want to be here, but mother sent me. So let's get it over with. Um, is it lunchtime yet? No. Okay. So um, let's hurry up and get me trained so I can go home. Um, not only them, but in that same particular group, you have, you know, the dudes that are seasoned and I don't know, maybe they lost their job or they lost, and there's something going on outside of work. And they're like, you know what? I just, I'm just here to work. Uh, this isn't a career. This is just me being here, you know? Um, now I used to be back in the day. I've been both to be honest with you. I've been the guy that 
hates to be at work and hates to, you know, have this whole, you know, spirit. A lot of places, I don't want to say any names, but a lot of places actually, you know, they pump you up, right? They hype you up and everything's all happy and beautiful and butterflies and the rainbows and this and that. And I was over there like, yes, let's do this. You know, the so-and-so company's spirit, let's clap and do our stretches and whatnot. I'm ready to go. I had my water bottle and my, my, my box cutter and all this cool stuff that they gave you for free, right? And then I was the guy that was like, you guys are full of crap. <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Like, what? I'm here to work. I'm not here to make friends. I've been both guys. Um, but to be honest with you, like, I've, I've come to a point in my life, and it hasn't been recent. It's been a while, actually, that I've been in this point in my life that um, I think when you become, and, and it, I have nothing against any of you guys and girls out there that are either or right like i love your spirit the ones that are hippity hoppity and all full of delight i love your spirit and for those of you who see reality for what it is i mean a lot of people may say see you as negative but i feel you i feel you know that sometimes we over decorate things that really screw you over (laughs) when when you see what, what what the reality is um but I've come, I've come to a point in my life where I've actually heard Joe Rogan say it in one of his podcasts when he was talking about how people feel like they are, they they need to do something, right? Um, like you said, Doctor B, like uh, people, the employers need to see you um, in one company, right? They need you to see you in in your resume. They need to see that you specialize with one company for more than more than at least more than a year, because if you haven't been with uh, a certain company or a a variety of companies for more than one year, they start questioning it. Right. And I know uh, I want to say all of you out there have experienced this when it comes to interviews, but I don't know all of you. So I'll say most of most of us that have, you know, applied for, uh, for jobs and stuff like that um, have seen employers, ask a million questions about that one employer that you were with for six months, right? Or for a month. What happened? What happened with that employer? I mean, wh- why did you leave? Was, was it seasonal? Oh, so why didn't, they, why didn't they have you stay after the season? And it's all these questions, right? And they, it, makes you, it makes a lot of people think like, man, I should, I should just stay with one company, you know? So this way, if, I, if, if something happens... I'll be with that company for more than a year and it won't look as bad. Maybe it is bad. You know, maybe it is bad that I've been with that. I was with these companies and these staffing agencies for less than a year, even though keep in mind, a lot of these staffing agencies, agencies are temp agencies. But you know, if, a, if you go to a temp, temp agency and they go down your resume and you haven't been with any, any one company for more than a year, they question it. Right. Um, I don't know why, temp agencies do that because obviously even if they call themselves staffing agencies they get you quick jobs and yes they can get you in to the company but um please believe me that's not a a off the bat a career okay you need to earn your way up you're in entry-level positions and a lot of these staffing agencies make it seem like um it's like a career that you'd never even dreamed of right they they say that sometimes like this is a great career uh please don't make us look bad now, I believe that um, anywhere you work can be a good experience, but if you don't fall in the trap of it just being work. Now, I'm not saying, you know, go out there and horseplay and get fired, right? I'm saying this may be a bad example, but more or less, if you think about when a person says, I'm bored. Now, is that person bored because they're bored or is that person bored because they're boring? Right? That's a question that they have to ask themselves. If you go to a party and get bored, are you bored because the party's boring or are you bored because you're a boring person? Right? When you go to work, do you go to work to give it your all? Right? Give it your all and give your all a company that might end up firing you later or laying you off. You know, you give your 110% to a company that can easily hire somebody else if something happens to you. 
even if it's fatal? Or are you the type of person that just goes there and work, goes there to work and knows that it's work and you hate working and you hate your life, right? But you have to do it. Or do you meet halfway on both, right? We all know it's work. A lot of us know that it's pretty much a tactic of uh, control, right? Manipulation. Because a lot of these um, packets that these employers give you are pretty much the same crap over and over and over and over. All the legal stuff, all this and that, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I do believe that it's uh, a way of uh, simmering down and people, the public, and telling people or making people believe that if you do not stay with my company, um, I will not, uh, if, if, if you ever, if the next company calls us, I don't know what I'm going to tell them, you know? I don't know what I'm going to tell them, Bob. I mean, uh, it's better to stay with our company, even if later on I might fire you, uh, rather than just jumping around. Now, Bob, or Bill, or Jill, or Jose, or Keanu, or whoever, whatever your name is, number, um, it's better for you to stay because besides the fact that it's going to look bad on your resume, I really don't think it's a good idea for you to learn different things, you know? Now, keep in mind, there this, this is not always the situation. There are a lot of people in different jobs, maybe not the CEO or the employer, but there's a lot of people in different jobs that will try to um, have you succeed in the job, right? And then uh, train you to be successful in the position and still, you know, applaud when you get a higher position in a different company. However, um, when you get that position in that different company, it's it's kind of a another whether we see it like that or not. If we put both of those companies in the resume, there's still going to be a lot of questions asked about why did you leave this company, right? Why did you leave that company? Oh, you left to get a better opportunity. A lot of times that gets employers going and a lot of employers will think like, well, shoot, I mean, I don't know, man. This guy hasn't been with a company more than a year, even though he got a better opportunity. So I don't know. So I guess long story short, um, I'm an in-between guy, right? I believe that work is work. I believe that work can be fun. But I also believe that overtime is not a necessity. I also believe that money, even though most people love money, right? Um, I think money is kind of disgusting. It smells like crap. Um, and I make money because I need to eat, right? Because inflation is kicking our ass right now. And, and gas has never been this high since I've been born. So I don't complain about it. Because I know that if I do complain about it, um, you know, or protest about it, nothing's going to be done. At the end of the day, um, we do things we don't want to do. So whenever I go to an employer, right, a new job, I've actually hopped around a lot. But when I go to a new job, I go in and I let them know who I am. Um, and if they don't like it, that's okay because this is who I am. Now, I don't go out in there, you know, being all douchey and conceited, right? Because that's not who I am. I've actually been a, tr uh, a recruiter and I've had dudes that came, came in, you know, demanding stuff, demanding higher pay and demanding all kinds of stuff, right? And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, um, the company doesn't do that like, like that, you know? Um, of course, you know, going in there confident is probably um will probably be the best the best version of you um going into an interview i personally i call them meetings because to me at least um it's not an interview one way and i think that's what society wants all you folks out there to think that they're gonna pretty much interrogate you and if they like you they'll take you obviously you have to look a certain way, right? You have to go in the shave. If you're a guy, you have to go in the shave most of the time. Not always. Of course, there's places where, you know, um, it, depending on the company, of course, um, there's, there's companies that they want dudes that have a beard because they look the part, right? They have guys that have tattoos a lot because they look the part, depending on the position. But for the most part in mainstream 
mainstream America, you have to look a certain way. And um, sometimes people act that way. And in reality, that's just hurting the person. Because at the end of the day, if they realize that you're BSing, the only one that's going to get fired is you. So for all you folks out there, I mean, confidence is a great, a great way to, uh, to go in. And knowing in your head that this is not an interview, this isn't an interrogation, this is a meeting between me and the manager that's hiring or, this, or the, the uh, operations manager that's hiring. This isn't, a, this isn't an, inter, an, inter, an interview. And they will tell you when you go in there, are you here for an interview? Um, that's up to you. Whatever you say, you can say, I'm here for a meeting or an interview. Uh, I usually say, yeah, you know, because I really don't care if they say interview in my head, it's still a meeting. Um, and when I go in there, I'm just myself, you know, obviously I don't cuss as much as I do when I'm at a bar, but there's a, uh, there's a, there's a good place for everything, right? There's, there's a place for everything. When you're with your buddies, you, you, you act as, as perverted as, as, uh, as, as much as a sailor as you want. But when you're uh, in a meeting, you don't uh, you don't act exactly that way, um, and it's not you being a different person or you being a poser. It's just there's a place and time for everything, right? Obviously, if you're a father, if you're a mother, you're not gonna be always drinking in front of your kids and cussing and having sex right in front of your kids, even if that's that's what you do. I mean, I agree, I, that's all fun stuff. But there's a certain place and time for everything, folks, and. I think um, as far, Dr. B, as far as the, the, whole, uh, the whole what's better, honestly, I, I've come to a point in my life where I think that um, learning a lot of things from different positions is a great thing. I think I lean more towards that um, than, staying to, than staying in one place. Now, I know there's going to be a point in my life when I get older, and, and this I know for sure. I'm pretty sure this is going to happen to me, but where I just want to sit still, or I just want to be in a job and just, I don't know, be a park ranger or be, you know, be working for the DMV or something. I don't know what retired people do, but be working in one of those positions, right? And be an office person. I don't know. But as far as, you know, young folks out there, and for us, that uh, you know, we're still, we're still young, I think... Um, even though a lot of employers and society kind of frown upon you jumping around, I think as, as, as long as you're learning from everywhere you go, when the industry, when industries go down where people specialize, I know there's a lot of industries that probably won't go away, but if there's, I don't know, if there's a person out there learning and, and he or she is the best, um, the best, home seller or car dealership seller or whatever out there and these industries go down what are you going to do are you going to start from the bottom up because you got to remember a lot of these places a lot of places actually they won't hire you unless you have experience back in the day you didn't have to have experience they trained you right thoroughly a lot of places nowadays that i've known of and people that have told me about you have to have experience at least a little bit maybe even schooling maybe even a bachelor's degree right they don't care sometimes what you learned as long as you have your bachelor's degree. And um, I think for the most part, that's why if I had, if I could only choose one to be one or the other, if God came down and said, would you like to specialize on pick one job that I can put you in, but you have to be in that job forever, or you have to jump around from job to job and you can't be there for more than one year. But, you know, you have to keep jumping from job to job. I think I'd pick that one, to be honest with you, because, and it's just me, folks. I'm not saying you guys have to pick what I pick, but I'm the type of person that I have to keep learning. You know, a lot of people do feel comfortable, you know, where they're at and they feel like that's who they are, you know, that they feel like that's their calling, which is cool. That's why I want all of you out there to comment, you know, and let us know what you think. Are you uh, a specialist? Do you specialize on something and have pride? in that something or do you love learning different things you know me personally uh i know me and uh, dr b and i have actually learned a lot from life and um me personally i've been in uh, a lot of different industries and when i say industries i mean the medical field i've been in the automotive field i've been transportation and logistics i've been in statistics i've been in a lot of different um industries 
and I'm still not done yet. You know, I'm still here to learn. Um, Dr. B as well. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's been top notch in every single industry he's been in. So, um, Dr. B, like, well, what do you, what do you, uh, what, 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 like through your experience, what has been the funnest when it comes to this whole, the whole job deal, right? Like not, not anything else, but the whole job and career deal. What's been like the highlights of your life? I'd say some of the best parts were just, you know, initially getting into a new industry and learning new things. And that's always been a lot of fun. Um, but I know a problem for me was, you know, as soon as I start to learn a lot, um, I start to get good at what I do. I then, you know, start to get bored. Uh, so that's kind of been an issue with me. But uh, more so for your question, it's always been kind of that initial learning process, which is a lot of fun. But if I had to say or recommend to anyone else uh, for whether they should go for something long term or go around different industries, uh, you know, my recommendation would be for someone younger, maybe go around and try some different stuff first. That is the best time before you, you know, before you make a big commitment. And let's face it, for a lot of a lot of folks now, especially since a lot of these careers and I mean, these different employers, they want a bachelor's degree. They want, you know, if they don't want a bachelor's degree, they want five to 10 years experience, you know, in a certain field. And so that's a big commitment. And for anyone younger, I think this is the time for that's the time for you to try one place and be like, okay, you know what? I don't like this. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to another one. And then you could always go back and be like, hey, you know what? I actually really like that industry. And I mean, uh, just with employers really putting an emphasis on getting a degree now. I mean, <laughs> you pretty much need a degree for almost anything at this point. You want to you know, clean toilets, you're going to need a degree or a certificate, <laughs> something at this point. Um, but it, you know, going to school, getting a bachelor's degree, that's a lot of money. And for most Americans anyways, um, that's a lot of debt potentially, you know, not every American can just, you know, Oh, you know, (laughs) I got a check. (laughs) This covers my four years of school. You know, a lot of them take out loans. And so that fancy piece of paper that says, you, you know, you attended school for four years and got that degree. Now you're, you know, kind of stuck right there because now you have to pay off all that debt. And if you try to then go to a different industry, maybe that entry point now, because you don't have a degree in that other industry, it's, you're going to earn a lot less. You're like, I just can't really afford that. So I would definitely emphasize for anyone younger to really explore their options. And of course, if anyone's older and they're just getting tired of the industry they're in, you know, I don't think it's ever too late to find something new. Um, You never know. There could be something else where you could then take the skills and knowledge, you know, you've obtained from your craft or your specialty and apply it to something entirely different. So uh, for you, Ace, um, I have a question, and of course, for the audience as well, um, for anyone that has started in one industry, um, have you found yourself able to take skills and different knowledge from that industry and apply it to other places you ended up getting into? It could be beneficial, and it could be your worst nightmare. Here's the trick, though. And I'm going to give you guys a little secret. Usually I charge for my secrets, but since I love y'all, I'm going to give you a secret for free, okay? Whatever you do, whatever you say when it comes to employers, remember, this is all, this is all whether, initially, this is all whether they like you or not, okay? Your attitude. Um, a lot of times it is, it is, they will tell you that, you know, your experience is great and this and that. But if you have a bad attitude, trust me, they will not hire you. Whatever you do, do not go in there, even if it's orientation, in a cocky way. What you want to do is be confident because everyone 
everyone loves confidence. I'm talking even if you're dating. I know you guys have heard a lot of our episodes in the past when it comes to dating and stuff. And I mean, we've had women, we've had females chime in and, you know, they love a confident man. Other men love confident men, right? Because it shows that you know what you're doing. It shows that you know your stuff, right? So, so when, when you go in there towards any industry, right? When you go in any industry, when you go into any, any, any um, job or position, whether it's the same industry or not, whether it's a different industry, whether it's a different position, same position, it doesn't really matter. You want to go in there uh, letting them know that, that you've done, you've done work in the past. Um, when it comes to, let's say, for example, I'm going to give you a little example, a personal example of mine. But I actually started off like every teenager starts off, right, um, in the food industry. And um, I went from there. So I, I got the hookup, right, in the position in the medical field. Um, I was in records and then I was in, I trained for uh, CPR, first aid, uh, phlebotomy, and I was training for, to be an EMT. Um, I didn't get that opportunity, unfortunately, because I went into a different industry that hired me before the EMT um, EMT position can kick off. The EMT position was a little more of a lengthy process. So I went into a different industry, which is automotive. And from there, I started jumping around from industry to industry because I loved learning, you know. Now, what I initially learned from, from being in the food industry, which was, I don't know, Jack in the Box, McDonald's, right, those industries, was a lot of... Um, a lot of the basics that that employers are looking for in every industry, right? The basics, which is good attitude, safety, good work ethics, um, always standing out, you know, when you're around, when you're in a crowd, always standing out, not in a very negative way, but in a very confident and like um, not showing fear type of way, right? Um and that's what I took to every single industry. Now, I'm like, I'm, I want to say, uh, if I'm going to paint a prick picture in your head about who I've been when it comes to, or my growth when it comes to from when I first started working, which when I, I was like about 16 to now, I've been a piece of gum, right? I've taken everything in. Now, the negative, I bring it in as well because every single, and that's, that's why. I've become, um, I've been, I've, I've been in a lot of lead positions recently, a lot of uh, support positions and management and and ops and whatnot, um, because of that mentality. Um, you all need to see the workers, not only the 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 the, the um, what's it called, the entry level workers, but also the managers, and learn from them, whether they're good or bad. And I know a lot of you out there are saying, what, if they're bad, how do you learn from them? <laughs> it's easy. It's easy to learn from bad people. It's easy to learn from bad examples because those are the examples that you will need in order to get any position you want in the future. You don't want to be that guy or that girl. You want to repel against it and try to go the opposite way. Um, and you learn from them. You learn from all the uh, the bad managers. I've, I've had a lot of bad managers, a lot of bad bosses, and I've learned maybe as much from them as I've learned from the good managers, to be honest with you, because my mind's always working and my mind realizes that you shouldn't be like them. So as far as the question, Dr. B, I, um, it's, it's good to learn from every single position. And that's why I do believe in my opinion, of course, I know a lot of you, you folks will disagree. It's awesome. I wouldn't have it any other way uh, because a lot of you do want to stay in one industry in one position even in one company right which is cool that's cool i've actually learned a lot from uh from folks like yourself as well but um what i have learned in all these different industries is the basics of how to be a good worker and everything else right because everywhere you go you'll have safety first you'll have quality and you'll have quantity now a lot of these places will throw around safety a lot. But at the end of the day, especially if you're working in a warehouse, they're looking at your production. 
right? Because that's how they make money. Now, I'm not saying that warehouses don't look at your safety. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that for the most part, a lot of places like warehouses, like um, fast food joints, like these places where production is, where they're very busy, right? Production is number one <laughs> until somebody is gets hurt or is about to get hurt. Um, now there is companies obviously where there's safety, there's safety teams and there's safety committees and there's, you know, safety departments walking around watching your safety because obviously they don't want you to get hurt. And a lot of times, obviously they don't want a lawsuit. Um, but to me, I think for me, at least safety is a real thing especially if you're working in like for you guys out there who are working in a warehouse and who want to meet production rates um, and are cutting corners and large, you know, giant metallic machines. Um, I've actually known of people that have been stuck and died between forks of uh, forklifts and, you know, pit equipment and um, between those forks and trailers. Um, I've actually seen accidents, um, I've never seen anybody be pulled apart, but I've heard stories of people dying. So I think most people actually don't. They, they, safety is pretty much a word that's been tossed around just like a rag, you know, um, for the most part. Obviously, when they're picking up stuff and, um, you know, doing their thing, uh, others do keep an eye on it. But when it comes to production rate, I think a lot of people kind of just disregard that a lot of the time. Um, and that's something to take under consideration because the life is very, very fragile, uh, especially if you're going against, uh, uh, you know, a, a five ton machine, right. And you're about at the most, you're about, I don't know, 300 pounds at the most, maybe 200, maybe hundred and your flesh and bone. So what all you folks learn out there, uh, when it comes to things you have to do in order to keep your job, um, think twice, think twice, because it might not be as good as it sounds, you know, the production money, the incentives might end a job and not only a job, but a life. And, um, that's it. That's it for you. You know? Um, and I've learned all that. I've learned all that, you know, as time passes, um, for all the, the, uh, the people who want to just have one job in their, in your resume, because you're afraid that, uh, the next employer will frown upon it. Um, don't be afraid. I mean, you are who you are. If you like learning, if you like putting, uh, you don't have to put everything in your resume, but if you want to be honest with them and tell them that you've been in 40 different jobs and you love them all and you can tell are you? that doesn't matter. Why? Because you've learned from it and there will come up a, a certain point in time when they will need you because, uh, you know, so much about different industries that there will be an industry that will need you and will hire you. Uh, as long as you remember to uh, with the type of attitude that says, I just woke up today and this is the first day of my life and everything's new and everything's good and I'm happy and I'm breathing. So I'm going to go in there being myself, not somebody else. I'm going to be in the, go in there being myself and let them know who I am in our meeting. Um, I think for the most part, Dr. B, I have learned a lot. You know, I've learned, I've learned a lot. I'm talking about, I can tell you stories, and I have <laughs> before, about the whole uh, work um, experience. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as long as you feel like you're blessed, you know, and, and, and these employers, these staffing agencies, as much as they want to tell you that you need them to make money, why do you think they have you there? Obviously, they need people, right, to make money. I've, I've heard, I heard a long time ago, and I use this all the time, right? I heard um, a very, very smart man. He was actually one of the individuals I, I looked up to. It was back, I believe it was when I was in high school. Um, and he was training me with another teacher um, when it came to retail. I actually had business retail um, uh, classes in high school. And um, he told me, he asked me, do you know what the difference between a boss and a leader is? And I told him, I mean, no, isn't it the same thing, right? I asked him, is it the same thing? And he said, no, because a leader, a leader knows that without his people, he's nothing. A leader knows that he needs his people 
in order for him to be able to lead. Because if he doesn't have his people, he's not a leader. He's just the guy, right? And the boss, obviously, we've all had those bosses that are like, hey, go take out the trash. Hey, go, you know, trim those trees. Hey, shut up, you know, this and that. Those, those individuals don't realize how much they need us. Why? Because I can't, I can't stress it enough, people. We need each other, right? Strong, independent women, they need the babysitter with their moms. They need the grandma to take care of them, their kids. They need their job. They need their employer. They need their, their, their landlord, right? They don't live under a box. Oh, and if they're uh, renting out a house, whether it's a house or an apartment, yeah, they need the landlord. They need the bank, right? They need the mechanic that fixes their car. So for all the strong and independent women out there, let's 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 calm down a little bit and let's remind let's remind ourselves that we all need each other, especially the feminists out there who hate men because they've had some bad experiences with men. Trust me, ladies, I've actually dated a lot. And if that was the case, I would really hate women. But no, I love them. I love women. I love I love everybody. Um, don't let your bad your don't let your past experiences predetermine who you are in the future. Okay. This is your story. Not anybody else's, but yours. So if you're hurt, if you're saying F love, let's rethink that. Let's calm down, breathe, smell the fresh air, look up in the sky. If it's raining, enjoy the rain. If it's not raining, enjoy the blue. But life is too short to have that in your brains. Life is too short for you to be bitter, right? Against things that think that happened to you before. Like I said, all the bad employers, I embrace just as much as the good ones. Why? Because they've made me who I am. Now, you can see things in one of two ways when it comes to jobs and when it comes to life, because jobs is part of your life, right? You have to work to eat, um, and that's just the way it is. You either look back at your past and you get pissed off, and you look at all these dumb people that you've worked with and you just hate them, right? Or you can look back and then look at yourself and realize who you are. Are you better than them, or are you just like them? Now, that's just a little bit of advice. That's just a little bit of a heads up. A lot of you may disagree with me, which is always awesome. I mean, I love talking to everyone, loving to see different point of views. We all, like I said, have our different stories. And I'm sorry that I prolonged this, Dr. B, but I leave it off to you. Um, is there anything that you want to leave these folks with? Any other stories, anything that you might have for us? I guess just in review, you know, I would really like for people, especially for a younger audience out there, uh, you know, of course, if you are very passionate about something and you want to commit yourself to an individual, you know, a certain career or a certain field or industry, you know, I think you're going to know that, you know, right off the bat. You're, you're already going to have an idea. You're not even going to second guess it. But for anyone else, you know, especially anyone younger, just starting off, um, I really don't want you to go ahead and just commit to something just yet. I think the best thing to do would, you know, uh, you know, try out a few different industries. Um, even if there's one industry you can't exactly work in, just go and volunteer or, you know, see if you can job shadow someone, you know, something like that. So where you can get your feet wet and, you know, okay, is this somewhere I kind of want to be? And you can get some skills along the way. And whether employers look at, you know, your past history as, you know, if you have gone around to different industries or different jobs, I do think they, they will be a little short-sighted if you do run into an employer that's like, okay, you know, I'm not too fond of that. But I think there is a great benefit trying out different jobs in different industries, um, especially for those soft skills. Uh, it, yeah, it'll really help develop your character, um, how you talk to people, because all these different jobs, they'll either place a lot of emphasis on you having to rely on another coworker, or there'll be a lot of emphasis on you trying to sell a product or talk with different customers. There's going to be a variety of these things that are really just going to help you build skills and confidence in yourself. And you can definitely carry that over to 
you know, a certain career or specialty if you do find that later. And so uh, I know, especially for our older audience, if you're getting kind of tired of the industry you're in, I still think there's some time to explore. Um, because part of this, part of our show is really getting everyone out there to go, uh, you know, sp spread the ideas that you have, talk with each other, and we can learn something new from each other. And I think going out to different different career paths, you know, different different industries, you will you you're gonna you will naturally get that. And that'll really carry over to, you know, a potential career you want to set yourself out to uh, later. So I want our audience to be successful. Um, and of course, ultimately, the decision is all on you. You know your situation, your context, you know, everything about that. Um, we'd be happy to have you on and kind of discuss your experience. Um, so if anyone out there has an interesting story, whether they've committed themselves to a certain specialty, or if they've been jumping around jobs like I have, we'd love to hear your opinion on this topic. Right on. We sure would. We sure would. I mean, everybody's different. And uh, to be honest with you, um, I mean, I know I speak for both uh, Dr. B and I, but we've, we've, we've both been blessed with the life that we've had. We've learned a lot. Um, I've actually known Dr. B for quite a while. And, um, Believe it or not, him and I, you know, we've actually um, been uh, through a lot of different, um, different jobs, a lot of different, different, uh, almost gigs, I want to say. We were actually good with uh, instruments back when we were young as well. So we've actually had a, a good life, you know. Um, we've been in different uh, industries. We've been in different positions. We've been in different, different types of um, places where they, where they, require different skill sets, right? Uh, we've met a lot of interesting people and we're still meeting a lot of interesting people now um, that the that the First Amendment talk show is, is going on. We've met, uh, we've been blessed to meet all of you and talk to all of you that have reached out. A lot of you have asked questions and that's what I personally, I love to see because I always, my thing is question everything. Trust me and believe me, this will help you in the future. Um, and, and a lot of people have asked me, like, why do you doubt so many things? And I've told them doubting and questioning are two very different things. I've actually questioned, I don't know, for example, the, the, uh, the story, some stories in the Bible, right? And I'm very spiritual. I am. God is, God is, uh, God is my main. And, um, I, I never doubted these stories. Right. And I'm just giving you an example, a little quick example um, I've never doubted these stories. I do question everything, though. Everything that is in every book, everything that is in every story, everything that is in the in every single channel on the news, CNN, Fox, blah, 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 you name it. I question everything. Um, because if there's a red flag, I don't let it go, right? If I feel like there's a red flag, I question that red flag because my mind needs no red flags in it. And both Dr. B and I encourage all of you to question, to ask. We've had a lot of uh, questions. A lot of the things that we talk about on these episodes is because a lot of people, you know, have come, uh, come to us and asked us about these uh, situations. A lot of episodes have been mainly because of the questions that we've been asked by our personal, you know, personal friends or person or, or family members or, you know, people we know or people we don't know, you know, people that reach out to us um, on Facebook um, people that have reached out to us on Anchor and other uh, the other platforms that we're in, um, they've asked questions, and that's what I love to see. Um, for the most part, folks, uh, this is all pretty much just uh, our opinions, both Dr. B's and I. Um, but we do encourage you to come in and let us know. Um, again, we're on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, No Limit Minds with a Z, No Limit Minds at Google or Gmail.com if you want to message us directly. If you want, if you have Messenger, you want to message us through the Facebook Messenger, um, go ahead and do so. The link is on the podcast description. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, just go to the description. You'll know exactly where it's at. Scroll all the way down and um, hit those links or type those links on your Google device or on any device you have, search engine, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, Dr. B and I are both loving this. You know, the whole 
people coming together. And that is the reason why we, we created this show. Um, not for, not for any type of income or benefit or anything, but for, to have you guys talk because there's so much division out there right now. There's so much, um, you know, society has a, a very, very good way or not, I don't want to say good way, but a, a very easy way to hold us, you know, by the noose. And a lot of us don't realize that a lot of us are right, are fighting because of our different colors, because uh, something as simple as a different language, right? When in reality, these are all things that, you know, society sets up for us so we can pretty much fight for the stake in the middle, right? When in reality, we can just share it <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, I mean, we always uh, want you guys to come in and uh, let us know what you all think. And uh, this is probably where Dr. B and I are going to end the show. Dr. B, you have anything else for the public? or? Yeah, I want everyone to stay awesome. Come on the show because, you know, we're eager to talk to you. We want to get your experience and you need to let the world know what your experience is as well because I think we can all learn from each other. So I just want to end on that note. And yeah, I that's hope awesome. Has a great evening. Yep. Likewise, I do agree with Dr. B. Come on to the show. Um, we are lonely without you. We are here. We are just two dudes <laughs> without you. So come on and we'll have a party, all of us, the whole world. This is a planet Earth party. So with that being said, Dr. B and I, um, you know, we thank you guys for, for listening. Um, again, if you have anything about this show, let us know. If you have anything about anything, I'm talking about anything, you bring up a word. You bring up the word cat, dog, beer, mouse, whatever. We'll talk about that for hours. So just let us know. Um, I don't want to say hit that like button, subscribe button, because we don't have that. <laughs> but uh, I do want you guys to comment. Comment and let us know what you think about the show and comment about your, you know, your, your, um, your feedback, your questions, your answers, your, your opinions, your minds, anything that's in there, let us know. And with that being said, um, I want all of you guys to take care of you. Remember, love, love, love is the answer, and respect also goes a long way. So with that being said, love y'all, and I will see y'all in the next time. God bless.